when you can take the pebble from my hand, it will be time for you to leave. Ninja, the tea party's over. Good evening and welcome to another episode of the Asian Action Cast. I'm Sam. Thanks for joining us. Today, welcome back, Mr. Christian. Hello. How are you? I'm doing well. Very good. Very good to have you back. Nathan. Hi. And Mikey. Hey, how you doing? Thanks, everybody, for sticking with us. Uh, I don't know what we did recently, but this one is probably one of the most action-packed Blockbuster extravaganzas, people have been uh, hanging out for this. Mikey, do you want to give us a bit of a rundown on what this is? Giant turd. Oh, this is your movie. <laughs> no, no. Uh, <laughs> this is the greatest collection of video game cutscenes I've ever seen. It really is. We've been holding off for a while for this one. Yeah, yeah. This is uh, a movie that uh, contains, oh, I won't say starring, Guest, guest stars, uh, Cam- uh, extended cameo, extended cameo from Jackie Chan and Arnold Schwarzenegger. It is actually a Russian-Chinese co-production called Vi Two: Journey to China, known in English as the Iron Mask for some unknown reason. Because that guy has an Iron Mask for like seventeen seconds. Yeah, but actually longer yeah. than he should have. Yeah, but he's not really the central player of the entire movie either. So. Mm. Who is the central player of this entire movie? Kind- Anybody I'd say to either be the princess or the guy who makes the maps. The cartographer, I suppose. So in, uh, I don't know, in a couple of sentences, do you want to explain what this movie's about, Mikey? What's what's the uh, one-sentence description of this film? Dragon with eyelashes. <laughs> New masters take over. And they're evil, and they use technology, but they act like it's magic. And they've got they've imprisoned a dragon that makes tea grow. Hmm. Is that which? It was yeah. yeah it, I'd, I'd be interested if it is actually like you know a Chinese fable about where tea comes from. Yeah, maybe. But who knows? All I know is there's few times. There's a couple of times when, you know, you watch a movie and it gets you hyped, and like at the end of the movie you're like. That was pretty good. I enjoyed myself. I, this movie, at the end of it, I feel like I'm actually kind of exhausted. Because <laughs> like, so much going on. There was a lot of a lot of CG, a lot of characters, a lot of nothing, a lot of a lot of stuff for no particular reason. Mm. It was still good. I st- like I was still entertained, but at the end of it, I'm kind of like, wow, that that was a whole lot of nothing. It was a lot going on with. Yeah, just nothing to take away. <laughs> I, I should explain, Christian. We have a new segment. You have to describe the film in one sentence. Clearly, that was one. Um, <laughs> Dragon makes tea that heals with his eyelashes. People get greedy. All right. Uh, I'm going to say it's the quest for grooming appliances. <laughs> is, uh, is my sentence. Uh, I've got a bit of trivia for for this film. Um, this was actually supposed to be released in 2018, but was held until 2019 because it had to pass censors in China. Um, I don't know why. There's no like boobs or killing or anything. Maybe it's pretty pro-China. I thought we had a pretty good theme song halfway through. Yeah, it stopped dead still. So <laughs> came, this is actually a 2019 film. 
Uh, as Mikey said, it's a Russian-Chinese co-production. Uh, <laughs> this is funny to me. But uh, the budget for this film was $50 million US or 49.1. Does anyone want to have a guess at how much it made? $4,725,000. It's close. That's not it. <laughs> um, if it was based in China, I'd say $17. Uh, it definitely made less than what it costs. Uh, it made fourteen million US, um, so not very much. Yeah, but with the exchange rate, that's about four point seven billion, isn't it? <laughs> Does anyone have a stab at the uh, at the rotten Rotten Tomatoes rating? Thirty nine percent. Forty forty five percent. Oh, it's way less than that. Oh. Eighteen percent rotten tomato rating. No, it's no, not that bad. No, I've, no, it's not that bad. It's it's what what's Transformers Two? Tell me what Transformers Two is right the fuck now. <laughs> that that should be like at least two percent. Two percent. If it's any higher than two percent, I'd be surprised. No, if it beats this movie, I'm very disgusted. Twenty percent. It beats it by a percent, ladies and gentlemen. That's fucked up. That is fucked Giant up. Giant robots with swinging balls beats Arnold Schwarzenegger and Jackie Chan. Yes. Transformers 2, to be fair, probably costs a lot more than $50 million. Yeah, but that motherfucker Doesn't make no it script. good. Doesn't like, make it, it good. Literally, it had no script. They just sort of shot stuff and did CG and then sort of smashed it all together. And there's racist robots. Yeah, and, and... Oh, I just... I hate that fucking film. Like, that's my barometer for, like... Bad movies, like the worst, like high end bad, bad movies. Like yep. I got a lower level for like cheap movies. Yep. But like bad movies, bad expensive movies. That's the worst one I've ever seen. Who wants to have a guess? Well, I already said what the top grossing film of 2019 was in the world, uh, which was Avengers Endgame. Uh, nothing even comes close. I think they cracked like 2.7 billion dollars. But who wants to guess uh, what some of the big famous films were in Hong Kong at the time? There was really only one. <laughs> The rest of them were shit. Uh, actually, this one was shit also. It was Ip Man 4, the finale, with uh, Scott Adkins, I believe. What? Just pause it for a sec. Whew. So. Top grossing movie, top biggest, Ip Man 4. Uh, well, I, don't know. I don't know if it's a top grossing film, but it's the only one I can recognize. <laughs> I would hope not, because it just got weird after two. Yeah. Ip Man 12. Ip Man Balboa. Uh, yes. So, this is uh, Vi Jenny to China. Uh, it's a bit of a novelty film with Jackie Chan and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, I honestly don't remember much about the film. Do we want to do like a, a broad plot recap, Mike? I don't know if you can go step by step, but... Yeah, I don't think I could do a step-by-step -step on this one, but uh, not that we really want it anyway. No, but uh, we'll yeah. go some broad strokes. So it starts with, the, uh, I think it's actually actor Charles Dance doing a little voiceover on this version. I'll, I'll, I'll add that we did watch the international version of this, which, which is, is dubbed in English. Yeah, ADR all over the place. Everybody sounds dubbed, even the people who are... Actually speaking yeah, the English. It's, it's, it's uh, the actual proper release I believe had Russian where they were Russian Chinese where they were Chinese and yeah, yeah. English where they were English that. that would have been much better so anyway he tells the the fable of uh, the dragon um, 
And for some weird reason, people decided to cut the dragon's eyelashes and that made tea in the ground or something. That's that's about all I took from the and, fable. And there were good. There were some good some wizards. wizards. <laughs> yeah. Who it, were good? Essentially, they didn't cut the the wizards. Uh, sorry, the wizards. The dragon's eyelash. It, cut them wizards. The, the, the dragon's cut eyelashes went knife. into the ground and created tea. Okay. And what happened was the tea had healing properties. So. To um, keep this all, um, you know... Did it really, like, though? Well, we, <laughs> keep the racket. there's a certain herb that had... <laughs> keep, to be, I don't know. Keep the racket going. So it, there was three people who were chosen by the dragon that could be like guardians or, or wizards or whatever you want to call them. And uh, there was um, two princesses and a Gandalf. master. Jackie Chan was a master and the two princesses were um, play, essentially played by the same girl. Um, one was given a dragon seal, which was supposed well we were led to believe that it controls a dragon it's now clippers <laughs> <laughs> so anyway the one of the princesses gets takes over sends um the master to one side of the world and then sends the other princess to the other side of the world and that's where the story kicks off because one of them uh, is stuck in the tower of london with peter the first the czar of russia and the other one is set into russia uh in a gulag where um one of the, the main heroes, a guy who's a cartographer. Yeah, who's maps. in the first movie. The other thing to remember is this movie is a sequel. It is a sequel. It has nothing to do with the first movie, though, really. Apparently, the first movie, uh, the cartographer's obviously the, the central character. He goes into Russia. He goes, no, he goes to Transylvania and then ends up in Russia. Blah, blah, Transylvania. Yeah. Well, yeah, but with like mystical creatures. Apparently, the first one's like a horror themed movie. Like they do different themes for the movies. So this yeah, one's more fantasy like, action. Flying monkey creature, very Wizard of Oz, who yep. is in, who is in the like the backstory, and then yeah. in the in the current movie too. Yeah, he's like follows him out of Transylvania. Like I gather Happy Meal is what he's out of. <laughs> yes, <laughs> very uh, toy product placement without the actual toys. Coming I'll out. tell you what, for for a fifty million dollar movie, the the CG in this is pretty good. Like, I'll give it props for that. Like, really? Of, yeah, I mean, let, think the about the CG it. was good. Yeah, <laughs> I'm giving you side eye, Christian. <laughs> yeah, I've seen I've seen better cityscapes in Assassin's Creed. I, well, I mean, what about I, the creature who opened up had nineteen eyes on each side? That looked really fake. Uh, Have you ever seen a real-looking 19-eyed thing? No, but... You've been drunk a lot, but I mean, I'm pretty sure you haven't seen that. Yeah, but it doesn't take... It's it's not inventive. It's, I mean, it's inventive to have something with 19 eyes. It doesn't mean it looks good. Man, you're hard to please. I'm not that hard to please. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was... Um, you know, it it was fairly cartoonish in a lot of... Um, yeah. but, but they did try and go for a lot of scope with it. It was. It felt, this is going to sound crazy, but it felt a little bit like an animated film. Yeah, like it, the the CG was on that kind of level. It was very uh, like cartoon. Like cartoony is what you're saying, but I literally thought for for a brief moment that's what it was going to be. It was yeah. going to be like live action people in a cartoony world, but then it's sort of real as well. And it, it and they, it felt like they kind of went too much for the the CG shot, you know, like they kind of panned around the boat in three dimensions and was other different 4K? things. Uh, I believe it was filmed in that, but um, this is just a Blu-ray version, so. I thought that the um, the the vistas and all of the actual scenery when it was CG looked really good, like really fantastic. If this was a video game, I would be blown away. 
mm. but it, it's a feature film. <laughs> and, yeah. You know, like it was shot in because it was running in what, like sixty frames. Yeah. Um, like you know, Nathan, you mentioned that it looked like it was TV. You know, like it wasn't something that was a twenty-four frame cinematic experience because there was like no grading; it was just digital experience. Was it was it- like they just they, it was, there was there was decent lighting, but it just looked like no one had bothered to set the shot up right. Yeah, set the shot up right, or or as you said, grade it, make it make it look filmic. I guess. Yeah. Do you think this would be go great as one of those demos in JB Hi-Fi? Uh, actually, you know what? It, it it is pretty to look at. Um, I had a look through, and apparently the director, this Oleg, uh, <laughs> it's uh, I, I don't think I'm Oleg Zangif. Let's say that Oleg Zangif, uh, Oleg Stepchenko, Stepchenko. He's not done anything else notable. Well, outside of Russia, anyway, because uh, I think all of his films are Russian films. Um, I did read a really interesting piece of trivia, which is um, one of the reasons why this film was made was because Forbidden Kingdom, the Jet Li and Jackie Chan film, went direct to DVD in a lot of countries, but it was the highest grossing movie of Russia in 2014. Oh, okay. Uh, which is kind of the reason why they wanted to do a film with international stars with Jackie Chan. So, if you okay. line Jackie's hand with silver, anything can be done. <laughs> yeah, like how he's so over the hill now, he can't get gold anymore. It has to be simple. <laughs> One of our favourite bits um, starred in the movie, I will add, is like the 15 different co-production companies <laughs> had come up before the movie actually starts. That was so a bit many. crazy. Oh, so many. So, so the plot is the Masters in the Tower of London... Oh, we forgot. Uh, we're up to the bit where we're explaining why the dragon exists, and there's this person. Then one of the people rebels against the others, brings up some dark wizards, and they um, kidnap the master and the young princess and send them to opposite ends of the world, non world at that time, I suppose, to uh, hide them away and then take over the, the town where the dragon lives. Yep. So we then, I think. I believe we pick up in London as yes. the first step. And uh, we're in, effectively, the Tower of London. And we open up in on uh, Jackie Chan and Arnie. <laughs> and Arnold is is arguably doing the finest role he's ever done in his entire career. I don't care what you think of it. This man... His moustache is really acting. It's on point. <laughs> this is the... I reckon Arnold had a ball doing this and just, yeah... Absolutely nailed it. The worst, the worst part of it was him trying to do stupid dad jokes as he's uh, comes into the room. What was it? What was the first joke? You can't go anywhere or some shit. Oh, it was terrible. Oh, uh, he comes in and he's like, "I'm I'm glad to see that you've all managed to make it." He's like, "No, but you can't. You got anywhere else to go?" No. He does kind of. He he really leans into it though. He's like laughing and smiling and acting all jovial. The greatest the British. You can't remember it is because it's blasphemy to butcher such a great comedy classic. The greatest British accent ever. Yeah, <laughs> he was really trying. You reckon he's even trying? <laughs> no. <laughs> I should I should mention that this this movie is filled with stars. Uh, Rutger Hauer is in this as uh, in one of his last performances. I think he has maybe two lines. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger obviously is in it. Uh, there is a Yuri Kolo, 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 Kolonivkov, uh, who's also in it. He's the main character. Um, there's a smoking hot uh, Chen Lan, who is the princess. She's a Sing Tong Yao or Annie, Annie Yao, I think. And I've not seen her really in anything before, but um, very, very attractive. 
and uh, very close to my age. So, <laughs> who was the who was the uh, the blonde in this? The blonde in this is a Anna Churina, uh, and what were we saying? We thought that she was a Russian actress. Well, I assume she was Russian. I assume she was Russian because half the white people in this movie are Russian. I I, I assume she was Russian because she butchered the English language. <laughs> I um I actually thought like we had this discussion during the movie and. I thought she had a face like a very young Michelle Pfeiffer. Um, you guys were sort of, I don't know. Who do you think she looked the most like? I, I just I, I just picked Michelle Pfeiffer for some reason. What do you guys go with? I think she looked a bit between Michelle Pfeiffer and the chick from ER. You know, the one with the nice boobs? She she talks a lot about her boobs. What was the one in Species? Natasha Hendricks. Uh, oh. No. No. Yeah. Whatever her name was. Uh, her name, th- so this particular actress that we're talking about, or actor, is Anna Sharina. She was born in, oh my, I'm not going to be able to pronounce this, uh, in Russia. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, oh, what a surprise. Uh, in, in Lesnoy, a small city east of Ekaterinburg in the Svedlilovskoye Oblast. I will add, um, as we were saying, we're watching the dub version and they dubbed her line, so I would love to hear like the phonetic pronouncing. <laughs> pronunciations that she would have been doing surely it must be an option no no it's just it's it's just a no option kind of um international release obviously they made no money so they can't make options on (laughs) snap so we're introduced like so we've we've gone past all that the master's in the tower of london who is jackie chan he is with a guy in an iron mask right Right, yes. I'm right on that. I'm not you're, you're right. It. I'm, yeah, I'm you're trying to remember because I'm trying to remember. There's three of them chained up um, through a chain link, like yeah. uh, so every time they move, someone else gets pulled. Yeah, exactly. Um, and for some reason, a homing pigeon happens to uh, fly into the window, and they grab the message and decide to read it as they do, written in code backwards. They figure it out. They're pretty smart. <laughs> it's actually quite. Quite ingenious. They pour water on the floor and then use a um, a reflection. Yeah, as a like a reversing mirror. So it was kind of clever for that. I'll give them that props for that. Yeah. So uh, they figure that out. They realize, oh no! Like they're asking for his help because they know he's. Uh... There's a lot of flashbacks to flashbacks in this film. Yeah, so... sort of flashbacks of the first movie at this point, and does a little bit of a story about the. Uh, I'll call him protagonist, but he's really almost a, a side character through the whole movie. All, there's not really one main person. It kind of just f- ebbs and flows. Technically, I'd say the main person would be the, the princess, but she doesn't really sort of come into her own until the second half of the movie. Yeah, she's the she is the hero, but it's it's like his journey. His journey. And, that and she's... technically, the story's following his journey. Yeah. So um, I don't know. It's it what's it? Oh, that, so his name's Jonathan Green, a cartographer, and um, so he's. He tells us a little bit about his journey in the first movie, then he ends up in the Russian court, then he gets kind of um, falsely imprisoned by a pretender he to the throne. that John, uh, that, that uh, what's his name, um, Peter, the, Peter the First is not Peter the First. He, he's met him before and the guy impersonating him is not not the right guy. So they um, they throw him in the, in the gulag. Where he runs into the princess who's also been in prison there. He thinks think it's a, a boy. young boy. Yeah, smoking hot boy. I mean, sorry. 
continue. <laughs> oh, uh, you take that. It's one on me. <laughs> I thought you were just talking about boys. <laughs> you lost me there. Um, yeah. So then we uh, they try and get um, the wife of Jonathan Green um, to help them escape from the prison. She ends up coming over, um, and she ends up paying paying i think the ambassador in russia to free jonathan and um but he can't get back to england so he has to go the other way so he decides to go through china with the uh, chinese boy girl um and off they go on their little uh witch hunt now this is actually uh one of the first fight scenes in the film is when they're in the um cart and they're in the middle of a what, what is it like a russian forest we should add that um, he sort of travels in a steampunk kind of carriage with like a third wheel and and numerous gadgets that he uses to do this his cartography. A very steampunk theme running through it. Yeah, it's fantastical. There's elements of it that are fantasy, uh, which I appreciate. I thought it was pretty cool. But this is where uh, uh, they actually show a bit of fighting, and they've got Shen Lan, who is the uh, Jackie's daughter. She's a princess, and she's on top of the uh, the carriage. So Jason Fleming, who's Jonathan Green, the cartographer. He's getting accosted by these ruffians. These and holy shit, what a great fight scene! Like you know, there's all these about maybe half a dozen or a dozen of these ruffians, and Chen Lan is just spinning around and kicking. There's just like it's pretty great, oh. and except for the stupid snow filter that's over everything. Yeah, they've got this stupid cheap, filter. cheap looking snow filter. The camera is moving, and the filter just continues to flow unaffected by motion. Uh, it's really distracting, which is a shame because the actual choreography is really cool. Jackie Chan stunt team. You know what? I was thinking because he wasn't in the film this much, he might have actually done a lot of behind-the-scenes choreography. It was in the credits, so yeah. Yeah, you could see like the the actual the movements and the hits. They all like felt meaty. It didn't look any like very floaty. And she's I don't know if she's the one doing the actual fighting, but just great moves, great flexibility. Just and also like. Uh, the thing I love about Jackie's choreography is it tells a story. It's not just doing a motion for the sake of it looking good, but it flows into the next move, and it's like, this is how I'm going to dispatch six guys. It just it was really good. What was the um, the wife's name? Miss Dudley. Dudley? Why is her name Miss Dudley? Shouldn't it be Miss Green? They were never actually I think Lord, Lord Dudley was the father. Wouldn't that be a scandal? They have a child. Yeah, but he ran off because in a flashback, the um, the the blonde and the and and Dudley, uh, sorry, and the and Green, um, are caught in bed by um, her they eloped father, Tywin Lannister, and he, <laughs> yes, who is at Tywin Charles Dance, and um, he runs um, he runs out and says, I'm I'm going to I'll you know I'll get money and I'll come back and anyway by that time she's had had a had a boy and not get married but the father doesn't really approve of him but. Because that's the scandal. Is she's Miss Dudley of the Dudleys, and he's just like a common teacher. He's like, I will make my fortune. Ah. And then he runs away. So technically, if he had a stayed, he probably would have married a, maybe at Musket Point or whatever they would have done back then. Well, probably before the child was born, so it's, you know, can inherit. But anyway, so Miss Dudley, I was going to call her Svetlana because I just wanted a Russian name that was just going to work for her. The Tatiana. <laughs> she uh, goes to the Tower of London prison. And uh, at this point, we're introduced to Arnie's uh, sort of side habit in the prison as uh, the warden. He uh, has a, uh, a ring set up where he fights the inmates for their freedom. 
So there's a set of stairs coming down in the middle of, basically in the middle of the side of, the, of this ring. And if you can climb up those stairs, you win your freedom. But it's up to Arnie to to stop you from getting up those stairs. It's very uh, grimy down there. And it opens with him fighting two guys, I think. Two guys, like yeah. some massive guy. And... Yeah, and, and you can tell that every now and then Arnie's definitely not in that ring. Damn right. He had like two stunt cord, two stunt doubles in this movie, so I'm pretty sure so most of it. Seven minutes. That's right. So that's a lot. Uh, so he fights him. Neither of them get out, obviously, and then he's like, who else wants to do it? And a trio of brothers who happen to be Chinese, Chinese. decide they're going to go for it. And they, you know, they're doing flips and shit. They also happen to go... Pretty men- good kung fu work. Like, pretty good fight. Yeah, yeah they, they, um, they start with, we couldn't find the master, but we need to get out of here. It's like, did you look upstairs? Seriously? So, to be honest, Arnie takes out two of them, but one of them gets upstairs, and then he goes to go up, looks down, and he he jumps back down. No, he had to, yeah, he had the option to leave, but he came back. He and- jumps back down, and he says... You know, you're free. Let that man go. And he's like, I'm not going without my brothers. And Arnie shows a, a sort of uh, honourable side to him. He says, I respect it. Let them all go. And you think we're sitting there thinking like, oh, they're going to walk out. They're going to ambush them, shoot them when they walk out the door. What? No, just he actually let them go. I would have liked it for him to be evil and kill them. Yeah, I want to see a bad Arnie. <laughs> I just wanted to. I thought this was very funny. I just read a very quick review of this movie uh, from IMDb from a. a Harundawood. Uh, avoid at all cost. Horrible. Just horrible. Had really high expectations from this movie and was highly disappointed after watching it. It is terrible on every level. I don't know how actors like Jackie Chan and Arnold can opt to be part of such a terrible movie. Being in lockdown in UK watches it as a family on Virgin Media paid £6 for it. I can say that was money and time both wasted. 100% horrible. You see... They went into it with high expectations. There was a problem right there. Why would you go into this movie? Like, it's not like those guys haven't just done movies for a paycheck before. Like, they've been paid. I could say the last fifteen years of any film that they've done, probably bad. Yeah. Like Jackie Chan has not been a source of like merriment for me for at least fifteen years, unless I'm watching something old. There was one one movie that he did that I thought was good, and that was um, Little Big Soldier. But that's that the only movie that that I thought um, he's done decent in the last 20 years plus I was going to say I actually preferred this movie to uh, CZ12 mm-hmm. yeah that movie sucked too Does and anyone... I was pissed because he directed that does anyone remember that Drecky Around the World in 80 Days film that they're both in yes yeah yeah, yeah that's, I was expecting about that and that, this is that's, that's a, equivalent yeah basically this is better than Around the World in 80 Days oh yeah well I, I suppose since Jackie produced it to yes. some extent rather than Disney but yeah Nah, Jackie did a good job. Sorry to derail it. Where were we up to? <laughs> so um, then Svetlana goes upstairs. <laughs> I was going to continue with that because it's fun. She goes upstairs. She does at- have a Russian name. It's Anna. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Dudley. Yeah, but that doesn't sound too Russian. Um, so Miss Dudley goes upstairs and uh, talks to Peter the Great uh, in The Man in the Iron Mask and uh, believes his story for whatever reason and then helps helps them escape effectively by um, yeah. distracting the guards. Distracting the guards and then parking her carriage in a, in the place where the drawbridge would go down so they yep. can't lift, lift it back up. And then it's probably the best fight sequences, sequence of the film? Probably. I th- it's it's the best continuous one. Yeah, yeah. It's also the one that's not too goddamn CG. The last fight sequence 
is pretty good, but it's pretty goddamn CG as well. And, and fake props and shit. I found that um, the chase scene and the and the overhead of uh, of London was a cross between um, Assassin's Creed and um, Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, I can see that. It's I, I, there was also there was this weird. Any time it stopped and it was a real set, it looked fake as hell. Mm. Um, it looked like it was all made out of styrofoam, and it was lit with this green light that would exist. Like, is 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 this other Skaven down there with their <laughs> yeah. warp stone? What the yeah. fuck is going on? <laughs> That was true. It was like a weird green light with no light source that we could discern for for the greenness. It was just weird. I'd actually really like to know. Like, I'm guessing that there's a lot of inspiration from other movies here because, like, this movie goes on weird tangents for everything from um, Pirates of the Caribbean to um, the Perfect Storm and everything else. But I'm just wondering, like, do you think that that was just pure coincidence, or do you think over there it's just like, no, let's just rip this off? I didn't say ripping off. I'd say take borrowing, borrow, borrow, homage it, homage <laughs> legally it distinct. too much. Yeah, so different uh, legally distinct scenes. Um, we'll add back to the fight. So Jackie and um, Peter the Great in the prison are still chained to each other, and they make use of the chain as they're fighting uh, with Arnie and the guards through there. And eventually, Peter the Great escapes, but Jackie gets caught. And uh, there's a bit of back and forth with him and Arnie as well around some swords, which was quite amusing, where he was um, going to grab different swords and he's hamming it up a bit. Because Arnie has this collection of of, uh, antiques, everything from um, King Arthur's sword to, like, you know, some Turkish... Genghis Khan's helmet. But there's a funny scene where he goes, no, no, not that, it's it's some, uh, some... I can't remember who it was, some guy's helmet, and the guy, Jackie basically looks and goes, no, it's a chamber pot, not a... Not a helmet. This is my favourite scene in the whole film of Arnie just like being, no, 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 don't do that. No, 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 no. no. I can <laughs> yeah. just hear Arnie saying no for hours. <laughs> no, no, I can't do it. No, no, no. But it's funny, like, in the end, they're sort of like, well, what, should we, what do you want me to do? He goes, oh, he just puts the sword down. Let's just fight hand to hand. So yeah. Jackie nearly makes it up the stairs, but Arnie grabs the, the chain and, and basically pulls him down and then he realises he, he's not going anywhere. And that's pretty much Jackie's participation in the rest of the movie. It's a decent scene. I did realize actually uh, why some of the shots look really CG and there's lots of like stuff in the cameras because it was shot in 3D. Ah, so uh, okay. Really there you go. That makes more sense for the way it, it looks when you flatten it back out as well because it's meant to be further and it's not. Yeah, it feels, yeah, shit comes at the screen, especially <laughs> the little flying monkey from The Wizard of Ma- Oz. The snow makes more sense now because I bet oh, that was yeah, probably out. Was, yeah, yeah, and then it got flattened back. Yeah, I'll just tell everybody quickly the the little flying monkey we mentioned. Um, when he was uh, in the flashbacks, he through Transylvania all this. Like one of the little flying. There's all these CG creatures, horror things, and this little flying monkey thing um, follows him and hides in one of his bags on the back of a carriage um, in a flashback, and that's how he sort of comes to be in possession of this floating monkey muppet that likes him for some reason. Happy don't know meal why. toy. So he, so it's just it just keeps going. He's escaping. There's that fight's good. The, yeah. the chain he wraps himself around him with the chain. Yeah, they, they use it as leverage for a bit. It's yep. pretty and a pulley Snap system. It off. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. And then we're introduced to a bunch of like sailors slash pirates. They've got so a pirate we we thing going we change themes to pirates of the Caribbean and um, Peter the Great sneaks onto the pirate ship and um, Svetlana follows him. Yeah. 
So we're dressed up as a man like a la Kara Knightley in Pirates of the Caribbean. See, this is uh, a good... It's derivative of the movie. Mm, exactly. So um, then they go sailing, giant storm hits. Uh, they sail up through some rocks shaped like a dragon and come up the dragon's anus yep. uh, pretty much. And, and, like, and like all royalty, Peter the Great is the best sea captain at in the everything world. in the world he's the best thing at this he's the best thing at that I have to say though uh, like if you had to leave through going by going through the dragon mm. like there wouldn't be much sea voyages I don't think if you had to leave England and go through yeah, the this, dragon that's true but the other thing that I was thinking um, in, in part of it I was going well it's called Journey to China but there's not really much of the journey it's more no, we're over, over here then we're over there yeah so pretty much next scene we're in China yay how how do you think they get there? Because they literally go, get past that bit, and then the next scene with them is in China. I, I imagine that the dragon Zanus is magic, and okay. it magically shut them into China. Okay. Fair enough. And you Fair guys enough. have said over over the years my uh, my anus has been magic, but oh, it has. It's tooted some magical tunes. <laughs> magic, how we're not dead. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like something out there. Anyway, <laughs> oh the other—I just got to point this out. Um, whoever did the dub for uh, Peter the Great and Peter the Great sounds like Norm Macdonald <laughs> yeah. most of the time. It was a terrible overdub, wasn't it? Yeah. Also, a lot of the uh, really the the, uh, the princess, especially at the end, it's fucking awful. It sounds like a really bad anime. You know dub. what I thought was funny because I was like the person doing the princess kind of did a, a faux Chinese kind of accent going on there that was really terrible. But the person, Norm MacDonald, that did the Russian didn't go for the faux Russian accent, which I thought was an interesting choice. You thought it was Norm MacDonald doing a Burt Reynolds impersonation. <laughs> Damn right. Well, that's mainly because that's what I think of when I think Norm MacDonald. I think that Burt <laughs> Reynolds impersonation from Saturday Night Live. Yeah. I, I, I think the whole... Um, I think the moment they let Arnie get away with his natural accent as an English... Um, Guard, like I would like to know if the if the, uh, if the actual proper release they actually dubbed Arnie's voice. <laughs> no, I think the, re- the the proper release has the scenes that are meant to be in English and English, the scenes that are meant to be Russian, Russian and and Chinese and so forth. But um, yeah, bad copy. Sorry about that. Um, so back to Sammy's story. Princess has arrived over the land with Jonathan Green, the cartographer. Um, Jonathan gets kidnapped by the crazy guards, peoples. Um, we're introduced into some interesting characters here. The uh, Four Storms, effectively. Oh, yeah. Take it away, Sam. Oh, the Four Storms. So I, I have to say the character design in this film is bloody amazing. It's pretty good, but as soon as you see them up close, especially in the high definition, they look like Power Rangers monsters. Yeah, they do look. But fake. they look like they almost look Sentai esque or like Toku. Uh, I can't remember how it is, but this actually but, through to mm. me like is a really good like. Uh, I like how that what they've done here is they've used steampunk modern slash technology to make these people seem like they've got magic, and they're they're not making excuses on. They're saying, "Well, this is." They're actually using mad, like they're using magic, but it's actually real technology. Well, how real it would have been back then, but just to make it look really good, I thought it was a really clever plot point for this because it shows a scene where they're walking through the town, and you've got all the four ones, and they've got their imposing views, and then the villagers get rowdy and start attacking, and then they unleash all their powers. So you've got one that's got it's basically a walking smoke screen and can run really fast and and puts all smoke everywhere. There's a guy with electric electricity who 
either shocks people or controls blades, magnetizes them. Lightning. There's a guy who's like this walking rock lord who has got super strength and kick everybody and punch everybody through walls and stuff like that. And then the other one is this guy who's got this big ring around him and he basically plays a giant keyboard xylophone thing which blow, which deafens people. Sound waves really and stuff. Bad. So it's oh, really, really clever. It is really clever. And they're all dressed up. And like the way that they shoot them, like, you know, it very easily could have been Power Rangers and they could have looked really plasticky. But the way that they shoot people's reactions to the rock guy hitting them, it all kind of, there's no bits of it where you go, oh, that looked kind of fake and plasticky. It all carries a weight to it and it looks like really good. The electricity uh, effects as well. Although it looked like totally fake, I did appreciate the attention to detail and the design that they went for for it. And they've got like a herald, uh, it's this who we all really appreciate is this actor called Lee Yu. He's this, he looks small. He's a small, like, uh, kind of... I call him Asian Cheech Martin. Yeah, <laughs> Cheech Marin. He's, Cheech he's, Marin. Uh, he's got that kind of voice, and he's got this incredibly, like, uh, arrogant, smug face about him. And uh, I, I don't know why, but they've got him in, like, clothes that look slightly too big for him, maybe to make him look small. I was quite disappointed to find out that he's close to my height. And I was like, I'm not that short. <laughs> but you know what's weird is that I was looking him up and there's a kind of like an IMDB and it lists him. It lists his blood type. Just in case. Just in case he needs blood, I guess. I'm like, I could send you my blood. Just in case you need his blood. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, instead of getting like Flavor Flav to send you his birthday, he sends you a bottle of blood. <laughs> there you go. Keep this in the fridge. Uh, so um, Princess ends up meeting up with Peter the Great and gets the magic dragon amulet back which is essentially uh, hair clippers but in the meantime Green's being kidnapped and everything's real bad for everybody yeah so they decide to tell Green to actually do his job and be a cartographer and make a map of the castle so they can find a you know how to break in basically yeah so he does this, and then the magical creature flies it outside. Yep. And then they spend an evening, well, at least I assume it's an evening, putting together a ragtag group of rebels <laughs> with kites and, yep. and barrels. and Pepper spray. And, yeah, and pepper spray, just, just to get ready. You know, they're going to take down these guys with lasers and lightning and like, Cause sound the, powers. Because as, as funny as it sounds, this is... Technically, you could call it family movie because no one. Oh, it's very family friendly. It's a, it's high. Fa- it's like a PG high fantasy. Yeah, no blood, no blood. Like no people really old dying. Person dies, but like it's like the Princess Bride. Yes, Actually, I'd I say think it's the Princess Bride would be more gory. Than this, yeah, it? this is about the equivalent of a Princess Bride. I'd say mm. it's family friendly. You should you should watch yep. it with your kids. <laughs> It'd be interesting to see their reaction to it, to uh, an adult reaction, you know, Knife with the fantasy hands part. Or days. No, no. I, I just... There's hardly any blood in this film, is there? Yeah, it's all very... pretty much. Yeah, arrows raining through the sky and people just getting their kites cut up. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that was sad. <laughs> so, uh, kite attack with uh, sprayed pepper everywhere and uh, and basically we go into a, the final big fight scene of the movie, I guess. Um, so the princess sneaks underwater with some of the Russian guys into the dragon's cave to find and use the hair clip, magical hair clipper to clip his uh, eyebrows. It's a secret medallion that transforms into a magical hair clipper. Yeah, she had to use it on the magic chest to get the same uniform that the other one's already wearing. I didn't get that part. 
it's a, it, essentially, it's a, just a giant magical loot box, um, mm. which I think I said at the time was better than anything I've ever gotten out of Borderlands. Oh my 3. god, it's legendaries! <laughs> Shooting up the legendaries. Yeah, it was. Um, it, it almost could be a video game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I? I just want to. We'll, well, actually, we'll go back to it. Let's just finish this fucking movie off. <laughs> so, so they, so the rebels hit their hit their stride. Uh, Green is tied up. He's going to get killed by the dragon, but that's not actually a dragon. It's a muppet. It's a fake dragon because the real dragon's sleeping. Well, so the, yeah, the, the evil princess has controlled the village that picks the tea and stuff like that by by saying that she summons. She actually holds a mirror up to this this fake dragon, which she's concocted part of the technology steampunk thing and. What it does is they put a horseshoe around the victim, time to a thing, and then they sh- let out electrical pulse from the dragon's mouth, which hits the horseshoe and actually shocks the people. So yep. that's how they supposedly get executed. Um, it's they pretty think great. It's, they think it's she's fun. controlling It's the inventive. Dragon. It's a Wizard of Oz shit again. Mm. Um, they. If I only had. And a then brain. there's a whistle, and everybody starts attacking, and the people in, in the fields fly in on their kites into the city. And um, the pirates started Worst kites it. ever. Yeah. Oh, they MacGyvered oh. the hell out of them. It was awesome. And the pirates go in there, like, un- uh, through the under, <coughs> like, underwater. Just break stuff. Uh, with a barrel, in, ba- in barrels with air. And then they get up there and they start fighting the people controlling yep. the fake dragon. And it's great. There's fisticuffs and cutlasses and... Kung then we do the the Indiana Jones cut the bridge when... <laughs> Kung Fu and boring. <laughs> yeah. Or food. So eventually, um, we get like the the breakdown shots of um, all the rebels trying to fight the four storms, and um, they they end up beating them in different ways to counteract them. You know, fake magic kind of stuff. It's actually really cool. The, the the smoke guy gets basically wrapped up in in three or four different giant sheets, so he can't do anything. The um, electrical guy um, the guy breaks all the other spare batteries because he has to keep changing the batteries which we didn't <laughs> you didn't see in the initial fights he comes uh, with an entourage entourage that just swaps them out and uh, and one of the Russian guys um, there's a guy basically hamster wheel as well blows up, the, <laughs> blows up the hamster wheel guy yeah <laughs> that's right like charging up guy. the batteries yeah. it's like uh, he basically stabs his sword into the yeah. belt or something doesn't it yeah it like and... through him sh- shocks both him and and Short circuits it. So the rebels get the other hand once they realise the ability, like that it's all just Fate. it's not magic, it's just tech. And they take them all out, and then the dragon gets free. And there's like a there's Jackie Chan's doing the same movements as the dragon. Jackie Chan and the dragon are one, just like we always knew, guys. Just like <laughs> we, we did know that knew. we did. Um, and then we come to the final fight scene uh, between the princess and the fake princess. Um, they do the old doppelganger trick where um, they're all wearing the princess's face and she's fighting three versions of herself effectively. Um, and then we do the old let's throw the medallion off the side and see who jumps for it trick uh, where the evil witch jumps for it and expects the dragon to save her and the dragon just looks at her and goes, yeah, nah. And she falls to her death. So that was pretty much the movie, wasn't it? Uh, I mean, yes. there's a little no bits frame. at the end. Who cares? No free frame. Jackie Chan gets out and, and has a haircut. It's so funny. He's got like a vanity piece for Jackie Chan. He's a dragon. And then he's a dragon, number one. And then number two, he, he Jackie Chan makes it back to T-Land. And, uh, to T-Land. To T-Land. That's what it is. I'm not going to call it China because it's this yeah. one little village. Fantasy, yeah. yeah, it's just T-Land. And uh, who's with him? But Arnie Schwarzenegger who's like, I came all this way to see a dragon. Where's the goddamn dragon? 
And Jackie just goes, It's everywhere. All around you, man. And you're like, That's bullshit. It's not in my heart. Are you saying this was in my heart all along? <laughs> Fuck you. You're coming to my house. I'm going to give you all this money. Where's the money? It's here, man. My love. My love is the money. Oh, never pull that shit with me. <laughs> I reckon it would have been, been funny if they did all that bit, and then he just turns around and goes, oh, yeah, and he's in the cave over there. <laughs> he turns around. Oh, there it is. Uh, it's a dragon. It's a Komodo Mr. dragon. Ah, you ripped me off, Jackie. You ripped me off. I came all the way to China. I reckon Actually, it would have been funnier if um, it showed, like, all these young boys doing these... Um, you love young boys. <laughs> All these young boys doing these power stance, and there's Arnie all dressed up like them, like six foot, and they're just doing. Hoo, hoo. Am I learning now? Am I learning now? No. So, so the thing is, though, that it would be in his character, who who is an easy mark for bullshit, because he's bought all these fake. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Things. That's true. You show up to see a dragon, and then he goes, "No, no, no. The, the dragon is real. The dragon was within you the whole time, just like it's within Jackie Chan." Um, I just I, yeah, he is a mark. He's the world's mark. That's actually his character trait. I, I want to go back uh, to earlier in the film when Arnold Schwarzenegger is addressing the rest of the prison after having beaten um, a few of the people, and he's like, "Yeah, oh, you know, we'll do this again next time." But everybody remember exercise. You got to keep your body fit and your mind fit. And I was just like, "Gold's gym." Gold's gym. <laughs> okay, thanks, Arnie. Thank you very much. Oh, the other thing I want to just... There's a couple of bits I just want to touch on. There's at one point, he's the Mr. Green or Dr. Green or Lord Green or whatever the hell you want to call him. He's walking around with these, like, steampunk glasses on and, like, a Faraday cage in front of his forehead. And I'm still not sure what that was for. But I thought to myself, is he trying to stop mind control? (laughs) Yep. The tinfoil before there was tinfoil. You're crazy. Uh... Yeah, I, I don't know that anything really stands out. I think um, uh, Anna Yao or Chen Lan, which is funny because my Chinese name is Xin Lan. So, see, we have all these parallels, me and her. We, we're very similar. Um, you both look like men. No, no, she's smoking hot. <laughs> you both play men at work. <laughs> oh. I, if it gets <laughs> hurt, can <laughs> I have Tatiana? <laughs> <laughs> um, what she's not Amy Kwok. No, no, she's no Amy Kwok. Uh, but I was going to say, she seems to be the only one who's taken this movie seriously. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah definitely right there. there. No one else gives a shit. <laughs> Everyone's you probably, probably sitting there going, if I do this right, no more noodle commercials for me. <laughs> <laughs> you get all the tea you can drink forever. <laughs> Jackie, why me my other movies? Oh, my God. She was actually in uh, CZ12. She's been in a few Jackie movies. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So I, I think Jackie kind of has this thing where every so often he refreshes the people that he works around to be like the latest and the greatest, you know, like good-looking young guys. He did have a world. secret love child did <laughs> who was he? a girl. <laughs> no, no, no. He dumped her. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Jackie. This is China. You don't get no maintenance. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, this is uh, Journey... I was going to say Journey to the West. Journey to China. Uh, Vi 2, Journey two. to China. Now, this obviously, the, the, the fights were done by the Jackie Chan stunt team. Uh, there weren't that many stunts that I remember recalling. I did see one stunt, though, where a guy fell from, like, the second story and landed on the ground. I was like, gee, that looked painful. There was that guy who went got crushed through all those boxes of tea. When the when the bad guys show up in to essentially extort the ta- extort the town of all their money, 
they beat the shit out of a bunch of people, and one of yeah, they get it. That's actually got a couple of good hits in there. Oh, actually, the uh, the stone guy, the stone Power Ranger guy, when he hits people, like there's one where a guy gets thrown up in the air, and as he comes down, he gets punched. Obviously, he's getting ratcheted midair, but he flies sideways through like a door, and just those really sharp movements of getting hit and moved. Every time I see that, I just think, damn, that's that's respect. It's respect. Uh, any other particular stunts that you can? Um, Chen Lan does take her top off once. Um, she's wearing like a boob tube. It's not. It's not a cool stunt, but I thought it was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, to be honest with you, I think the the fight scene where um, Jackie and Peter um, uh, are chained together and they're trying to. Um, uh, Jackie's looking for the seal, so he's going through all these um, drawers. But um, Peter's fighting. He's got one hand like in the air because Jackie's connected with the chain, but he's got a sword and he's trying to fight um, all the guards and stuff. So they're they're doing this thing where they flip around and like he'll use his momentum to hurt this guy, and then he'll jump up back, check if him, throw a drawer at this guy while he's fighting off this other guy with a sword and. Just, I thought that was really well um, choreographed. I liked when um, Chen was fighting the bandits um, outside of uh, Moscow, and she used the. Um, I think she had like an umbrella yeah, to an umbrella. to do a spinning kick uh, and kick multiple people around, like sort of the windmill. I like when on. the seal slapped everybody with seal seal fins and just went slappy, slappy, slappy. That was my favorite part. What the hell? Did I just miss this best part of the film? <laughs> no, oh. we were just talking about seals so much. I just in my mind <laughs> the seal. Uh, I, um, aw, I was really sad. Not that kind of seal. Aww. I think some of the um, unreser- un- un- unmentioned and m- slightly more deserved um, praise for this movie should be some of the comedy spits. I, I-, I think the praise should go to the little flying monkey from The Wizard of Oz that gets shot. Well, not shot. He gets a he gets a like a hair a hair piece, and then he's he's all bandaged up at the end, and he looks so cute. But like. They still haven't gotten, like, I don't know why, but Chinese actors still haven't gotten down working with CG, so no one can actually make eye contact or actually act like, because it's supposed to be in her hand, and she's like, I don't know, like, is it <laughs> here? It's somewhere, somewhere around here. But I think, yeah, I really think some of the comedy parts in this, like, it's it's small, like, there's a, a midget pi- uh, pirate captain who... Um, survives and he has some of the bet. Like he runs in when they're all running. Little person, little person. No, you care. Dwarf. Midget. Um, he runs into the battle and he looks and sees everybody fighting. He says, "Oh no, no!" and backs off and goes and hides behind a giant kite or and a giant umbrella. And he's sort of looking out, trying to see what's going on. Small things like that. I think. I'm really- sure he was actually in Pirates of the Caribbean as well. That I, midget I, guy. He's very familiar looking. Yeah. I just want to go back to the CG. I know I'm ranting about the CG, but honestly. Do they not have the tennis ball trick? Because there's also a bit where they're where uh, they they're the Green and Dudley are about to get killed by the dragon. They get escaped. They climb up a the rickety bridge from like Raiders of the Lost a rickety bridge from Raiders of the Lost Ark. Uh, Temple of Doom. Up, and then he goes, "Look over there! We've got to get up there and help, like help the princess or whatever." And no one's looking at anything. Like no one's looking at anything that they look up look there. At. <laughs> Up, up, point Get to the chopper. <laughs> up there. Yeah. So, uh, I have to say, poorly directed. Um, plot points, plot holes, all those above, but mildly entertaining. Would I watch it again? Probably not. Is there anything in the film that you would do or that you would want to do? We know what you want to do, sir. I'd. I'd... <laughs> no, name. <laughs> not. That's, that's, that's a who, not a what, yeah. <laughs> Disgusting. I'm a professional. 
This is do do this at home. <laughs> do do. I would do do that at home. Do do. So if I could do anything that's in this film, is I would have a collection of fake antiquities. Oh, uh, Nathan nailed it. That's what I was oh gonna my do. god! And I would just invite people over to look at my bullshit, even though I thought it was real. That would be what I do. Don't you have that already? <laughs> I I think if I was to do anything in this movie, I would um, nail a rich dude's daughter. <laughs> <laughs> but I wouldn't be running off to China or Russia, that's for sure. Technically, that happened in the last movie. Oh, well, Christian True. nailed a rich dude's door. <laughs> oh, sweet. Thank God. Stop working now. I would be, it's I would Oprah. Be, I would be the lightning guy. I would be the guy in the lightning suit, and every time I shot lightning, I would shout out Hadouken. <laughs> oh. No, wait, Mikey hasn't done one yet. Um. Yeah. <laughs> if I was a lightning guy, I'd be more of a Palpatine, I think. Or, uh, or, or, or I'd just walk around like one of the three storms. I, w- I don't think I'd do a Hadouken. Does Raiden say something when he does lightning? <laughs> something fake and mildly racist. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that guy was white. Does he, does he say, zap? Zap! <laughs> zap! Got you, zap! Zap! <laughs> no one told me electricity would hurt! Ah! <laughs> What did the finger say to the electricity? Zap. <laughs> yeah, nah. <laughs> and the rock guy, every time he hits you, he goes, I rock you. <laughs> Here I am. You rock. rock you like a hurricane. I thought it was great. Nah. Every time Smoke Guy disappeared, I kept thinking of Smoke from Mortal Kombat. Man, a lot of this was very Mortal Kombat feeling. Even the like the 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 screen, the tri- the title oh, screen, yeah, the bloody yeah. dragon logo. Yeah, and and the and the evil princess. Like yeah, they keep swapping through. Yeah, I, I thought that too. It was like this is going to be the best version of Mortal Kombat I've ever seen. I, I was I did keep waiting for the sound guy to just drop it and drop it like it was dubstep, like it was uh, 2012 again. <laughs> Yeah, Toasty! You thought of something yet? Yeah, I was going to say dubstep, but yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, Mike. <laughs> you did. But anyway. So that was the movie yeah. overall. Journey to China. Uh, I don't know where they came from, where they're going, where they've been. Land of tea. The land of tea. Ah, so yes. Thank you for joining us for another episode. <laughs> if anybody has any questions or uh, comments that they want to send through asianashcast@gmail.com any feedback twitter instagram do we get feedback have we had any uh, i've been away for a while so no nothing of note i don't think i don't really check you arguing with on uh... we do check it send us mail <laughs> Who you been Eventually. Don't, check it. don't bother sending us anything <laughs> who you been arguing with lately uh Donnie Yen. <laughs> secretly <laughs> You know, I've been trying to get in touch with uh, Peter Peter Kwong from Big Trouble in Little China because I do believe that he was in Final Test and I'm going to find out from the man himself if he was in that film. <laughs> Peter Kwong, if you're listening, call me. Anyway, thank you for listening. Cheers. Bye. Bye-bye. What's interesting about that is no one's ever going to know what we were talking about because half of that episode's gone. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it, everybody. It's fine. It's the same as him. Bye. That's so true.